Welcome to episode 49 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the connecting kid capable of creating charismatic, charisma, and charm. Wow, let me guess, you're learning C words this week. (laughs) Close, but no call. I'm working on my alliteration. So you're not very good at reading? No, I'm great at reading and writing. Alliteration is when you actually (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Bob. I know what alliteration is, but I think you found a creative way to work in today's topic. Didn't you say you wanted to talk about connecting with others? Correct. I'm very uh, calculated when it comes to introducing topics on the podcast. And today I would like to talk about connecting with others. You know, I've said this on previous podcasts, but God created us for community. We're not meant to be alone, even though my parents sometimes say that it's nice to be alone. When do they say that? Usually when I'm bugging them about something. They they tell me to go hang out with my thoughts. <laughs> That's a large gathering. Uh, however, you make a great point. God made humans with the desire to connect with each other and to him. You know, even God is a community. He's a triune God, meaning he's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, three in one. Understanding the Trinity isn't easy. There's a lot about God that I don't understand, but I do understand that we need other people in our lives. We need encouragement, and God created us to encourage one another. It's also good for us to get alone for a bit, to to think or, or even to rest. But even when we're alone, we're really not really alone because God is always with us. That's a great point, Jesse. I just wish Mason would have remembered that. Mason? Like like the jar? I, I can't wait for you to open up this story. <laughs> okay, put a lid on it, Jesse. I mean Mason, not like the jar, like my friend at school. He, he got locked in the school gym last week, and he said he felt very alone. Okay, uh, how did he get locked in the gym? Uh, th- that's not really important right now. The point is— oh, Wait, hang on. Mason was— Hang on, wait. You say that a lot, like it's not important, but is that when you don't want to admit that you did something? Okay— So Mason and I left our jackets in the gym, but the school was closed. It's my favorite type of school, actually, closed. But we needed our jackets, and as luck would have it, the gym door was slightly propped open by a door stopper. That door stopper was really taking its job seriously because it was just barely wedged in enough to keep the door from being completely closed and locked. So I told Mason to run in and grab our jackets off the bleachers, and I would stay outside and hold the door open for him. That sounds like a great plan, as long as you kept the door propped open, which I'm guessing you didn't because we already know that Mason got locked in the gym. Oh, yeah. So since you know that, can I skip that part of the story? Uh, No, I think remembering and admitting our faults is a good thing. Well, then I'm about to do a really good thing. Mason was sort of scared at first because the gym was super dark. I I told him there was nothing to be afraid of. Then he said a ridiculous thing. What did he say? He said to go get our music teacher because they always have a ladder. Why would a music teacher have a ladder? I asked the same thing, and you know what Mason said? To hit the high notes. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Mason often tries to hide his fear behind humor, but I felt that his music joke, you know, it fell flat. 
Anyway, back to my story. At first, I did a really good job holding the door open. Mason had to go to the far end of the dark gym to get our jackets, and his parents don't allow him to have a phone, so he didn't have a light. This meant he had to wait till his eyes adjusted to the dark, which took forever. Again, a good mini lesson to today's podcast is patience is always a good thing. You know, they say good things come to those who wait. Also, squirrels come to those who wait. Squirrels? Yeah. I was holding the door, and the squirrel scurried from around the outside of the gym. There must have been like a nut convention or something that he was late for because he was really scurrying fast. He rounded the corner, and then he stopped in his tracks right in front of me and just stared. It was awesome. Uh, Maybe he was on his way to watch TV. TV? Wait. (laughs) Do squirrels watch TV? Yeah. You know, and their favorite thing to watch is Netflix. Oh, now I wish I was stuck in that dark gym. Anyway, the squirrel froze. Oh, hey, maybe his jacket was in the gym as well because he totally looked frozen. Then I saw what he was going for. There was a pecan laying up against the wall between me and the squirrel. He just kept looking at me and then looking at the pecan. So I thought that if I could get the pecan, I could feed that little rat with a cute tail. Okay, wait. As the main voice of reason on this podcast, I would like to remind our listeners that feeding wild animals can be dangerous and shouldn't be done for their health and yours. Oh, I agree. Now, it is very dangerous. You can accidentally lock a friend of yours in a gym if you try it. That's not what I meant, but uh, I see where this is going. So I let go of the door and grabbed the pecan. The gym door slammed shut, and the squirrel ran away without the pecan. I guess he decided to try fasting at that moment. Well, that sounds really fast. (laughs) That's funny, but I wasn't laughing when I turned around and saw the closed door. At first, I thought that maybe it didn't lock, so I pulled on the door and found out that it did lock, and that's when I got really scared. Oh, because you were worried about Mason. No, Mason is the one that scared me. I was pulling on the glass door when Mason appeared on the other side out of the darkness. It totally frightened me. He he then tried to open the door from the inside, but it was locked completely. So we've learned that patience and focus are important. And now we're learning another good lesson, right? Yes. Squirrels can't be trusted. Uh, no. Uh, rules should be followed. You know, I'm pretty sure the two of you weren't supposed to be at the school after hours. Uh, the school staff locks up the school for a reason. So wouldn't you agree that you and Mason shouldn't be sneaking into the gym? I do now. Mason quickly realized he was stuck in front of a locked glass door with a giant dark gym behind him. Uh, he got really scared, and even though I was just outside, he later told me that he felt really alone. Oh, now we're back to our main topic. You know, I was beginning to wonder a little bit. Well, you know, it's like that old saying, not all who wander are lost. So you aren't lost. Uh, no, those are two different words, wander and wonder. Well, uh, never mind. Okay, I told Mason that I would go around and see if there were any windows open. If there were, you could always check with your music teacher. Okay, I get it. Ladder, high notes, still not funny. And and besides, this was a serious matter. My friend was stuck in the gym. This goes with our topic because we need friends to be there for us. We we need to connect with people so when something bad happens, we have friends to help us out. And and Mason needed me. Now, weren't you the reason he was locked in the gym in the first place? Okay, that's not important right now. So I rounded the corner of the gym, and you'll never guess who I ran into. Oh, the squirrel. He decided he was hungry after all. No, it was Mr. Gribble. Mr. Gribble? You mean the school janitor? 
Yes, Mr. Gribble, the school janitor. And again, it's always good to connect with people and make friends, right? Well, Mr. Gribble and I are, are really good friends. And, and talk about friends helping you out. Mr. Gribble has helped me so many times. He's helped me find things in the trash that I lost. He helped me that time that I thought I'd fit into my locker and I got stuck. Uh, and he was here for me again. Anyway, I rounded the corner and bumped right into him. At first, I thought I ran into him so hard that my ears were ringing. And then I realized the ringing noise I heard wasn't from that. Oh, was it the school bell ringing? No, it was his keys. Mr. Gribble has all the keys to everything in the school. He must actually janitor for other schools, too, because he has about 400 keys hanging off a big ring on the right side of his belt. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't walk in a circle. (laughs) I love it. So uh, was he able to get Mason out? He was. He also said the same thing you did about rules being in place for a reason. You know, most of the time rules are put into place to protect us. Anyway, Mason was free, but that's what gave me the idea for this topic for our podcast. Mason said that he wasn't that scared when he could see me right outside the door. But when I left, he felt really alone and scared. You know, like I said at the beginning, we're built for community, which is a great reminder to always be nice to people. So you have a lot of friends that you can count on, like like Mr. Gribble. I also reminded Mason that he was never really alone in there. God was with him the whole time. Ah, so true. But I think it's also true that more and more kids are feeling lonely. You know, time spent inside looking at a screen has gone way up. Whether that's playing video games or binge-watching shows and YouTube videos, you know, instead of doing that, it's so important to connect face-to-face with people. Whether it's friends in the neighborhood or, or kids on a sports team or really any type of gathering, it's just good to be together. Because when we don't talk and interact with people, we can start to feel really lonely. That's a great point, Jesse. When we start to feel lonely, we should remember Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You know, it's comforting that God will never leave us. It it sort of reminds me of a question we got from one of our listeners. Mariano ask, I tend to worry and overthink things. Do you know any tips on not worrying? Worry can make your mind blurry. (laughs) Sort of like that picture of Bigfoot we talked about. Well, (laughs) uh, did you know that when we worry, it's sort of like doubting God, especially if our worries stop us from stepping out for him or doing something that uses our God-given talents. First Peter 5, 7 says, turn all your worries over to him. He cares about you. You know, God cares for you, Mariano, so he always has your best in mind. Uh, Bob, I think your story today also dealt with that question. Uh, So what do you have to say about this? It does go with my story. You know, anytime we're worrying about something or overthinking things, we should stop and realize that God is with us. Like he's right there. We, We should go to his word and see what he says and realize that worrying is absolutely pointless because God is in control. And if we're worrying about things, we can talk to God about it. We can pray. Oh, that's right. You know, it's good to remember that worry can also create problems. You know, when we worry, it affects our health. It it takes away our joy, you know, and it stops us from trying new fun things. and, And it also prevents our brains from making clear decisions. You know, okay, I've been meaning to ask a question. Uh, why didn't you just use the door stopper to keep holding that door open instead of you holding the door open? Uh, you know what, Jesse? That's not important right now. Uh, the point is I saved Mason. Okay, okay, Mr. Gribble helped a little bit. Uh, But that proves my point. We need friends in this world. Well, you've been a friend to me and all of our listeners by sharing this story, and it had a happy ending. Well, sort of.
We we rode our bikes back to my house, and that's when we remembered we forgot our jackets. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a perfect way to end today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can always go back and listen to them at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every single month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus on the Family store to buy Average Boys devotional books, devotions for super average kids, books one and two. You know, they're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, fun trivia, and huge laughs. Uh, Speaking of trivia, we love answering questions. So if you have any questions for us, you can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave us a message at one 888 465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. You can also leave a comment or question that we might use on a future podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Uh, Jesse, you have a spare jacket I can borrow? I'm freezing. Here.